Are you ready to take full control of your physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Are you ready to experience great success in your life? Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. will teach you the tools and strategies to help you take control of your health and inspire you to live your best life. Now here is your host, Dr. Diane A. Thompson, M.D. Well, hello and welcome to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. This is a show that is designed to inform and inspire you to a healthier lifestyle. I am your host, Diane A. Thompson, MD, and as always, it is my pleasure spending 30 minutes with you with the goal that you will learn at least one piece of information that will take your health to a higher level. Now, I am so happy you're here for tonight's show. I have a wonderful, wonderful show for you. Um, We know that hair has always been associated with beauty in our society, Some people have had trouble growing healthy, long hair because of different reasons, whether it's illness or poor nutrition, and even for some of us, lack of good information. Well, tonight I'm going to help you with the lack of good information because I have uh, with me hair growth specialist and author of the book, My Hair Won't Grow. I have Ms. Victoria Crystal with us tonight. Victoria, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, we've had the opportunity to talk before because you've been on another show before where you shared a wonderful tip with us in the past. So I do know your background, but can you share with our listeners your background? Who are you and how come you're an expert in hair care? Okay, well, I've been in the business almost 35 years. Uh, Of course, uh, anyone who ever went to cosmetology school knows that you really begin to learn once you are in the shop. That is where your knowledge comes from. For all of those years, for a long, long time, I heard what I considered the black woman's mantra about hair, my hair won't grow, my hair won't grow. I knew better. Uh, The growth comes in at the root, and I knew that people had to have relaxer retouches on that new growth. They had to do color retouches on that new growth. So I knew that the hair was growing And for whatever reason, it was just not showing up. So uh, over the years, I garnered knowledge through my experiences and then decided to do a test using my own head to see just what was going on. And I I did that. And my hair, at the time, I wore it in a little tiny boy buzz. And in three years, my hair was at my waistline, and it was because of the things that I knew that we were doing wrong, and I decided to write that in a book. And so uh, since that time, I've been sharing that knowledge with people and telling them to stop saying, my hair won't grow, because unless you have some sort of physiological problem or something that has caused extreme damage to your follicles, your hair is growing. And my attempt was to get people to know that and to concentrate on where the problem was. They were lopping it off 
on the ends as fast or faster than it was growing. So you're essentially saying we grow hair. I mean, it's a natural occurrence. We all grow hair. But the problem is retaining that length. Somehow we're not able to retain the length once it grows. Exactly. That is the problem. Not that it won't grow. It grows. Okay. And we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the things that we may be doing to cause a problem with retention and what we can do to improve that. But let me ask you another basic question. One of the things I saw in your book, I realized you're not a big supporter of women doing their own hairs. And so what, what, is it, uh, what are the dangers you think uh, are associated with women doing their own hairs? Because I know a lot of these women on the hair boards, um, some of them are very good at what they do. And a lot of them get good results. A lot of them try to do it themselves. So what, what's the problem with that? One of the problems is just a simple lack of knowledge, uh, knowledge about hair. Uh, yes, you can uh, style, and uh, what we really need is knowledge. Uh, and a lot of the products, the over-the-counter products, a lot of them are outdated. A lot of them are just not actually good for our hair. And so we take all of this knowledge and we take the knowledge, you know, that somebody might say, well, girl, my hair grew because of this, that, or the other. And it, it is not necessarily true. And we try a plethora of products. And what we generally do when we start trying a new product is we start taking better care of our hair. Not that it's necessarily the product, but we start taking better care, so then we start to see uh, a result. So, uh, But the thing is, it's not a good idea, but then it's necessary. Everybody cannot afford a professional to take care of their hair. And that is why I, one reason I also wrote the book is because of, you know, I want to help everybody not just those who can go to a professional or that can come to me. Uh, I want everybody to feel good. I want black women to feel good about their hair, to feel beautiful. I want them to have healthy-looking hair. And if they want long hair, not everybody does, I want to let them know that it is possible. Genetics play a part in that, of course. But most people can achieve some length. And I want them to achieve their optimum length. Now, one of the things that you mentioned, and, and I found this to be so true, people will try something and it will work very well for them. And someone else will try the very same thing, but they won't, they won't get that result at all. They'll get, you know, the hair just won't, uh, somehow the hair doesn't like that particular product. So you see that in different people, products respond differently. Is that correct? Absolutely. The one thing with African Americans is the mixture. Throughout hundreds of years, as we all know, there have been many different races coursing through us, and therefore our hair is it's, it's just so many different types, textures. You know, it, it's just uh, it's a lot. So uh, I once had five ladies in one family. Not one of those ladies had the same kind of hair. We don't just have straight African hair. We we don't. It's been down through the years mixed with different other races. 
So that does play a big part in it. You cannot, I'm, I'm very, very leery of giving out information to people on the phone, on Facebook or whatever, when they say, well, my hair is this, that, or the other. I I need to see it, basically, in order to really give a good and accurate di- diagnosis about it because everybody's hair is so different. That makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, in general, we are talking about hair growth. So in general, about how fast does hair grow? And in your experience, is the rate different for different people? Hair as a rule, grows from a half uh, half an inch to maybe an inch, maybe even an inch and a half, but that's that's unusual per month, about mm-hmm. that length. And sometimes some people's hair grow a little faster, some grow a little slower. But in order to optimize the growth, then we have to do certain things to our hair. And then there are certain things that we cannot do uh, to our hair, because then whatever growth, again, that we have doesn't show up. So let's jump to some of the things that are basically preventing people from retaining the the growth that they have. So what are some of the things that they're doing that's preventing them from actually seeing this growth or keeping this growth? Okay, well, now I have a YouTube video that shows you exactly how to comb your hair. That is one of the key things. That is where we mess up, and that is where we have been messing up for hundreds of years, is in the combing of our hair. We stick a comb in it, generally at the crown of our hair, and we start combing through. The tangles are there. We comb through it. We we don't take our time to untangle. We comb through it. And by the time that we get those tangles to the end, there's a mass of hair there. We comb on through that, taking that growth, taking the growth right on with it. What we need to practice, religiously practice, is combing our hair from the ends up, detangling as we go along, get it all detangled, then comb through it. And that's a very hard habit for people to break, even my ladies. I, I catch them and I say, what are you doing? You know, but that is that was the main thing that caused my hair to grow and get to my waist was the way that I combed it. The tools and that's interesting that I because many of us have never been taught to, to comb our hairs from the right. ends. We just don't do that. Right. And the tools I use, when I comb my hair out, I use a wide bristle brush, which is also shown in the video on YouTube, and a wide tooth comb to comb it out initially. And uh, that brush also is good for you brushing your scalp and stimulating your scalp because then when your scalp is stimulated, then the growth is also stimulated. But that is the, the key. That is... It's a, it's huge. In uh, growing, it's huge not to tear those ends off. And uh, Dr. Diane, I'm sure you and a lot of listeners have seen ladies. On one side, the hair is long. On the other side, the hair is long. Right in the middle, it is short. That is yes. a direct result of starting at the crown, pulling that hair down, and mostly we pull it toward the back, and we tear it right off. 
Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. Are you ready to take control of your physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Are you ready to experience great success in your life? Join us for Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Atlanta's incredible radio, AM 1570 WIGO or listen live stream at WIGOAM.com. So um, proper combing and brushing of the hair, stimulating the scalp. What about things like moisturizing the hair? Definitely know that uh, some people's hair... They're prone to a lot of dryness, and with dryness, you can have breakage. So what about moisturizing? What would you recommend with that? Yes, uh, that's key. That is another key thing is um, moisturizing the hair. Um, There are natural moisturizers like olive oil that people kind of dismiss, but it's a natural moisturizer. Uh, Coconut oil is another good uh, moisturizer. Massage these into your scalp. Shea butter is good, like, for a deep conditioning, but it kind of stays on top of the hair. You need something that's going to get into the hair and stay there, okay? And then when you put the things like shea butter or other uh, butters or greases on, it will seal that moisture that's already in there. But you need something to get in the hair, not lay on top of it and just make it shine to penetrate the uh the cuticle of the hair and go deep in there and uh and and, and it may look like you say oh it's not there it, it's dry not necessarily it's going into the hair because you doesn't don't see that shine does not mean that it's not in your hair so then use something not just grease or vaseline that have have no nutritional value uh something like shea butter or uh even a little drop of aloe mixed in your shea butter uh to seal that moisture in there because moisture moisturizing is another huge thing for our hair okay and you you actually talked about uh, this a little bit the scalp uh, the best way to maintain the scalp if you're trying to grow healthy hair. You talked about using the brush to kind of massage the hair and using some of the moisture. Is there anything else you recommend for uh, taking good care of the scalp to prepare it to grow healthy hair? Like I said, massaging, okay, now that is not to be confused with scratching. Okay, we have done that (laughs) for centuries too. You are not supposed to scratch your scalp. You're supposed to massage it with the balls of your fingers. That is what you do. And uh, once you do that, in addition to taking your vitamins, A, C, proteins, and biotin. Biotin is a good vitamin to help to supplement, you know, your hair growth. It is very good. You know, folic acid, uh a lot of people have hair loss because of medication. Uh, folic acid is good for that. Make it a part of your regimen so that when you do have to take these medications, you will have a minimum of hair, uh, minimum of hair loss. 
Uh, there, there are a lot of things, but the you know, the deep conditioning, get under the dryer for 15, 30 minutes, however long you want to, uh, massage that scalp. I've had people with traction baldness, baldness from braids, weaves, and I found by massaging uh, their scalp that they actually did get some of that growth back in, and generally they that, that growth, once it's been damaged from braids and bald, it, it just doesn't come back. But massaging that hair is very good, and staying away from irons, flat irons, curling irons. Try not to make that a regular habit. That is just not good at how all. Often, how often would you say is the most, at most, someone should be using flat iron? I realize that most people have jobs, they go to school or whatever, and they, they want to look good. So they're going to use it. I use mine once whenever I wash my hair. Uh, it, I use it then, and I don't use it again until the next time. But that's not feasible for a lot of people. So use these things, these other things, to moisturize and protect your hair, and then if you have to use them, use them. But I would try to just do it at least a couple of times a week if possible. It's not possible. So people women. should not be flat ironing every day, basically. Absolutely not. Uh, not even on coarse hair, which is the thickest, strongest kind of hair. Uh, it, it's not a good idea. Uh, and when your hair is medium thickness or fine thickness, or, you know, fine strand, it, especially fine, it's, it's just like suicide for your hair. Uh, your ends going to always be distressed. They're always going to be, uh, you can see it. In a week's time, flat ironing, Curling ironing your hair every day, at the end of that week, you look at your ends and you can actually see it. You can actually see it. So that's hair that you're about to lose. Now go on and clip it off. That's the best thing to do. Clip it. Keep it clipped. That's another important thing. Clip those raggedy, frayed ends. We like to hold on to our hair. It's not doing any good because those split ends will run up the hair shaft like uh, running a stocking. It's not going to get any better. So you need to, and when you're moisturizing, put a little extra on the ends and, you know, rub that around on your ends, you know, before you get under the dryer or for your deep conditioning, you know, uh, to help to protect the ends. Uh, and if you're putting it on there, the curling irons or irons on your hair dry, that is the worst thing that you can do. And like I said, it's going to show up very quickly that you're doing damage. Don't dismiss it. When you see your ends are not looking good, if you're not going to a stylist or a professional, then just, you know, clip those ends off. It, it, it contributes to the health of your hair. So let me go back a little bit. Um, I know you mentioned um, some of the supplements. You mentioned A, vitamin C, biotin, folic acid. I do want to tell folks that it is my recommendation that you just, uh, talk to your healthcare provider and get the okay with using any supplements, even though they're over the counter, just to be on the safe side. And one of the other things you mentioned is the deep conditioning. How often are you suggesting someone deep condition? Is it a weekly thing, once a month? How often? 
Um, uh, once a month it is good. Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, if the hair is stressed every two weeks, uh, especially after you get your hair relaxed, it's a good idea, I think, to uh, deep condition it, to put back some of the nutrients that uh, uh, relaxing or coloring or, or any chemical that you have just, chemical service that you have just gotten done to your hair, uh, you know, to uh, help to strengthen it, uh, I, I think, uh, at least no longer than six weeks, uh, two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, depending on your hair, depending on what you think you need, what your stylist recommends, they'll tell you, ask questions. You're paying for that service, ask questions. And any reputable stylist will tell you what to do. They will help you to maintain the health of your hair. Uh, any stylist that's not interested in the health of your hair is, is, is not the stylist for you. That's my opinion. You mentioned about the deep conditioner. So I've seen where some deep conditioners will have high levels of protein. Others will have high levels of moisture. Is one better than the other? Again, like I say, it's a thing where you have to try different products. You know, sometimes your stylist can say, oh, I think you need this for your hair. But you have to try and then, even with me, uh, to find what works best for you. And uh, then when you find that product, then you stick with it. Uh, People, unfortunately, have beauty supplies in their houses. You know, they buy so many hair products. And often I tell people we do too much. We do too much. We put too much on our hair. You know, we, we even when you condition it and you use all these different products that they have out here, you have to eventually you have to cleanse all that out. You know, uh, it'll build up on your hair. So you need to deep cleanse your hair. Get a good deep cleansing shampoo and start all over again uh, with your conditioners and, and because they can build up on your hair, weigh it down, and that's not good for your hair either. So I have a questionnaire from someone from chat, and the question has to do with the split ends. You talked about that a little bit, and actually in your book you said that split ends don't mend. And the truth is there are so many products out there that claim to mend split ends, but you don't believe they mend on their own. And you just mentioned uh, the idea of clipping. So the question is, um, should someone clip their split ends periodically, whether or not Let me correct that. Should someone uh, clip their ends periodically even if they don't have split ends? If you don't have split ends, there's no need to clip them. Uh, You know, that's just growth. Add it on and and let it go. But uh, generally, uh, most people will have them. when you have, when you, if you have hair long enough to put in a ponytail, you will notice that where you gather uh, the uh, the ponytail holder, uh, the thickness as it goes down to the end of the ponytail, it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. That's that's because your ends are splitting. You, if you cut that up to a decent length where it it shows the thickness, then you know that that's good. That's 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 just it's like dead hair. Just just clip it off, let it go, and eventually the length will start to show up, and it'll outgrow what you are clipping off. You don't. If you have to get your hair, if you get a relaxer, say retouch every six weeks, and every six weeks your ends are jacked up, 
your growth is not showing up. Aside from addressing the split ends once they're present, is there something that we can do to prevent from getting them in the first place? Well, uh, brushing hair is one of the things that causes split ends a lot. Is is a lot of brushing. We we like to we like to bother our hair. We just do, and a, a lot of excessive brushing causes the split ends. Uh, the uh, the pulling through, the tearing through, combing it wrong causes the split ends. Uh, the uh, clamping that a lot of people do this, they clamp the curling iron, the flat iron, or whatever, right on the end of their hair. Don't put it in one place all the time. The way we comb it, excessive brushing, all of that will cause split ends. And most people get them. And clipping is good for it, good for it. It helps to maintain the health of your hair. So, you know, we like we don't really like to get our ends clipped a lot. Sometimes I have to fuss with ladies to, for it to happen, but uh, it actually then once they see, because I've had to cut people's hair off down to like shorter than the Halle Berry cut. I've had women sit in my chair and cry because of it. But like a couple of years later, they had hair down on their back, down some, down to their bra strap. Uh, it does no good to hold on to that damaged hair. It just does no good. Are you ready to take control of your physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Are you ready to experience great success in your life? Join us for Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Atlanta's incredible radio, AM 1570 WIGO or listen live stream at WIGOAM.com. My hair won't grow. My hair won't grow. Yes, it will. Hi, I'm renowned hair growth specialist Victoria Crystal. Grow and keep your hair length as I did, from a boy buzz to my waist in three years with a relaxer. Now I'm on a new journey, natural. In two years from the big chop, it is now below my bra length. Do you want to grow and keep your hair growth? Go to www.myhairwon'tgrow2.com for details. And please follow me on social media. If you're just joining us, welcome to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. My guest tonight is hair growth specialist and author of My Hair Won't Grow, Victoria Crystal, and we're talking about tips on growing long, healthy hair. Now, I want to ask you a question about relaxers. We've often heard that relaxers are very bad for us and may lead to dryness and breakage, and some women actually go natural because of this. But you've said that you've had great success with keeping your clients who have relaxed hair and, and getting them to have long, healthy hair. So what are some of the things that you've found helpful? Aside from what we just talked about, do you find that there are things that are specific to relaxed hair that's helpful that may not uh, necessarily help natural hair? It's a choice. And the problem that I've encountered most is uh, miseducation about relaxing hair, home relaxers. They are very, very drying to the hair. And um, I haven't had a problem with my ladies and uh, relaxing their hair. I don't say, you know, I don't tell people what to do. If the, if you want to go natural, then that's your choice. If you want to go relaxed, then I'm going to help you by 
you just need to replenish the hair, get some education. People act like you put the relaxer on the hair, and it, it constantly is eating like Pac-Man. There's a neutralizer that you put on the hair to stop the chemical action. And it stopped right there. Okay, then from there, you go on to replenish that hair. You put back nutrients. You put back vitamins. And, and that's when all of the care, the moisturizing and all comes in, which is needed whether your hair is natural or relaxed. How often should one be relaxing their hair? Okay, that that depends on that particular person. Uh, I have people who get relaxers once a year. I have them who get it twice a year. Some, um, as four weeks is the shortest period of, of time that I've had people to go in between. But they go from four weeks to six weeks to eight weeks, three months. So it depends on your particular hair. Of course, relax. when you're relaxing, you're only relaxing the new growth. Right, right. you're relaxing the new growth. And that's a big mistake that a lot of people make. I want it to get real straight. They leave it on too long, and they re-relax the whole head of hair. Huge mistake, huge mistake. And especially, and if you're going to do it at home, get moisturizers to put moisture back in that hair because home relaxers will strip it like and make it look like a desert. It is just really drying on the hair. Is lye relaxer versus no lye relaxer, is there a difference in the outcome on the hair? Yes, the, the no lye relaxers are the home relaxers, and okay. those are the ones that really, really dry the hair out. I mean, the hair is so dry and brittle that a lot of the ladies that have come to me, I would ask them, is your hair relaxed? I couldn't tell. Let's yes, uh, let's transition a little bit to protective style. This is a common thing these days. You'll hear women say they're uh, growing their hair and they'll use protective styles, meaning braids, buns, extensions, or weaves to grow their hair. How do you uh, suggest someone who's using any of these styles, how do you suggest that they care for their own hair while wearing these styles? Again, and, and I can't say it enough, moisture, moisture, moisture. Keep the moisture in your hair. And uh, braids, uh, I I am not a big fan of braids simply because of the uh, alopecia that occurs around the edges uh, of the hair. And nine out of ten times, that's permanent. It's permanent baldness. Yeah. I've definitely you know. seen a lot of problems with attraction alopecia. I have to do a show on that all all on its own because it's definitely a major problem with people who wear hairstyles that, you know, cause pulling. And they pull it because the style lasts longer, but then they're causing yeah, it, uh, a bad. lot of damage. But it's a good idea to give your hair a rest if uh, – uh, with with the weave or even maybe a wig or something, give your hair a rest, but then get that all out, let the oxygen get to the scalp, let it breathe, you know, and that is one of the bad things about grease on the scalp. It, it's just the poor scalp is just wanting some air, it's wanting to breathe, and, 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 and it won't allow it. Uh, but, uh, yes, give it a rest. You know, I, I'm not against that. I, I, I do very little weaves. I don't braid at all. I am all about trying to save the hair, keep the hair, get the growth for the ladies that want it. Uh, not everybody wants it, and I'm aware of that. So, But, yes, uh, yes, give it a rest sometimes. And so my final question for you, I, I love to ask my guests to give a tip of the week. And so if 
someone is about to get on this journey of growing waist-length hair like you did, (laughs) Mm -hmm. what are the top three tips you would give to someone who's starting out today? What are the three things you'd say do or don't do to help you get to this level? Again, moisture, moisture, moisture. Uh, Combing technique, uh, that's very, very important. And uh, purchase a satin cap. They cost very little. Uh, And a little tip on the satin cap in order not to get that... uh, uh, line across your forehead, turn it inside out so that that rubber band is not resting on your forehead. But a satin cap is, is key is uh, in holding your style as well as protecting your hair. So those are three, I'd say, three really good tips there. Okay, wonderful. Now, where can our listeners find your book and where can they find out more about you? Okay, www.myhairwon'tgrow.com. Dot com. That is my website. I am on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook or on Twitter, uh, Victoria Crystal, uh, on Facebook or Twitter. And I am about helping. You can message me, or and I will answer. If I can possibly help, it is my desire to see every woman feel great and happy about their hair, not to feel any kind, you know, when they step out the door to know I am gorgeous, my hair is beautiful, whether it is natural or relaxed, I'm natural right now, and my hair is growing, 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 and I'm keeping a pictorial record of it on Facebook. If you want to see it, my page is public. Come on over. I've actually seen it myself, and it is impressive that you went from very short to long, and then you cut it off, and here you are growing it again. So, <laughs> yes. so I definitely know that you know what you're talking about. Yes, uh, so I was relaxed Chris- before, but I'm natural now, and I'm doing the same thing using the same comb-out techniques. Okay. All right. So people would be smart to listen to you because you've proven you can do this. I want to thank you so much for joining us on the show. Um Victoria Crystal, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I'll be checking out the pictures to see uh, the growth, the continued growth of your hair. All right, have thank a wonderful you for evening. Me. I okay, thank you it. so much. All right, and bye-bye. And beautiful ladies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Take care. Okay. All right. All right, bye. thank you. Bye. So very thankful for uh, Victoria Crystal for joining us this evening, talking about growing uh, healthy long hair. And as she said, you know, a lot of it is lack of information. And you go on the hair boards, you go on YouTube, and so many women who thought many years ago they could not grow long hair are actually growing their hair long with with the information that's out there. So we know that uh, we know people can grow long hair and African-Americans can grow long healthy hair if they want it, if they want it. It's just a matter of finding information. So I thank her for coming on. Her book is called My Hair Won't Grow. And uh, she will actually help you grow your hair with the information in that book. I do want to thank you, listeners, uh, for listening in. Um, As always, it is my pleasure spending time with you, and I really hope that you gain some information from this to help you on your quest uh, to a healthier lifestyle. I will see you next week on the broadcast, uh, same place, same time. Uh, So have a wonderful, wonderful week, and uh, please, Uh, Make it your point of duty to have an awesome week and to uh, get in line with your purpose and passion. Thank you again for listening and see you next week. 
You have been listening to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. on 1570 AM WIGO. Please tune in every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the best in inspirational health information. If you have missed any part of this broadcast, would like to find out more about Dr. Diane A. Thompson, or would like to receive her ebook on stress, please go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Thompson. Remember, your health is your wealth. So do something healthy for yourself. Have a great evening.